You're listening to the OKC82 Podcast with Brady Trantham and Madison Morris. The best place for OKC Thunder basketball. A part of 1077 The Franchise Podcast Network. What's up, everybody? This is Madison Morris alongside Brady Trantham here still inside Chesapeake Energy Arena following a Thunder loss to the Denver Nuggets, 105-98. to This was their third game in four nights. Thunder looking a little bit lethargic out there. Uh, not a great shooting night for the guys. Definitely a lot of, I don't want to call it fatigue because the guys themselves said that should not be any kind of excuse, but... I don't know, Brady, what would you call this and just kind of take us through this game and why it really just didn't work out for the Thunder tonight? Yeah, it was a game that I think the Thunder were due for, um, just kind of a stinker of a game. Uh, their lack of shooting kind of caught up to them, and this is mainly going to be about the first half. I'll get to the second half in a second. <laughs> um, <laughs> the first half, um, it, you know, it's not an excuse that the Thunder are playing three games in four nights, the second night of a back-to-back. Um, it's the it's a reality. I mean, it's it's just going to happen. You, human bodies are going to get tired. But the problem with that is, you know, using that as your main crutch excuse, other than some of the specifics of the game, is the Nuggets are also playing their their game the last four nights mm-hmm. and also playing on the second night of a back to back. But instead of being able to stay at home like the Thunder were able to, the Nuggets won a game in Orlando last night, had to travel to Oklahoma City. So there's really not that much excuse from the fatigue factor. Both teams were kind of at a wash that there, uh, at there. Um, but I thought early on the Thunder looked like by far the more fatigued team. Um, there were a lot of shot, open shots that the uh, offense generated, um, really good shots that guys like Paul George, mainly Paul George, were just leaving really short. Um, Steven Adams didn't hit his first bucket until the third quarter. Uh, he was 0 for 6 or 0 for 7 in the first half. Um, just a lot of just the accuracy on some of these on a lot of their shots were, um, was really poor. Um, and then Denver slowly, as the first quarter started to end, and then mainly throughout most of the second quarter, just got hot from the three-point line. And that's what Denver is. Denver is a high-powered offense. And it was probably the second-best offense the Thunder faced all year, going back to opening night against Golden State with a healthy Steph Curry. Um, of course, the Thunder got the revenge game back, but there's no Steph Curry with Golden State um, a few nights ago. But... Um, that was the first half. Now, <laughs> it's a little weird because in the first half, the Thunder got down by as much, many, uh, as much as 25. It's a little weird that I feel that the first half was played much better than the second half considering the Thunder rallied, made an incredible comeback, got the deficit down to within five um, in the fourth quarter and had their chances to win. But the problem was the shot selection, and the, sh- shot, the shot selection came from one player. Right. One player that is still sitting in the locker room. For all I know, I haven't seen any tweets from Royce Young or Brett Dawson. Um, yeah, like we left the locker room about 25 minutes ago, mm-hmm. and Russ was still sitting in his chair with his head head in his hands in his jersey. hadn't showered yet. Um, I certainly understand it. I mean, the guy is incredibly emotional. He wears his heart on his sleeve, and he, he takes it so hard. And... I mean, Mark Bryant, assistant coach Mark Bryant, had to go sit down next to him and kind of console him for a few minutes in the locker room. Um, But I hate to pin a loss on one guy because the Thunder got down by 25 as a team. Um, But it just seemed like every time the Thunder started making making an early run, you know, because of their defense, 
Russell would get the ball and heave a bad three-point shot, an off-balance three-point shot, or he'd hunt for a foul from a th- um, from the three-point line, and it just wasn't falling. He, he ended up one of 12 from uh, three. A lot of people are going to point to that. Um, it's just something that the Thunder are going to have to navigate as the year progresses because, like you and I have said a handful of times on this podcast, the Thunder have been one of the more consistent teams in the league, and they've been consistent because they have stayed the course and played their system, relied on their defense. Mm-hmm. Their defense has um, led to um, leading the league in turnovers and points off of for, for, forced turnovers, and because of their lack of shooting, they've been able to manufacture a lot of points and win a lot of these games and look like one of the more complete teams in the league. But tonight, they lost that that mentality, and they kind of went back to... <coughs> Excuse me. They kind of went back to old Oklahoma City Thunder from a year ago, from two years ago, where they just kind of sit, kind of just let Russell do his thing. And like a lot of nights where that shot is falling, <laughs> it just wasn't falling tonight, and it ultimately doomed the Thunder and doomed their um, their their um, big comeback. Right. And we kind of talked about this on the Thunder Insider Show this morning. We were saying that this is really a year where Russell is not having to carry I don't want to say carry the team as much but that's basically what he was telling people last year is you know that this is his team he needs to carry it he feels the responsibility when it comes to winning the games or if uh, the Thunder lose then it's on him and I agree with you what you were saying this was looking like last season's team where it was mainly up to Russ and any time that guys like Dennis or guys like Paul would get the ball they were just not going it just wasn't going right for them Paul shot eight of 21 from the field was three of six from three point and then Dennis who was not in the starting lineup tonight was five of 14 and then two of seven from three so it just it wasn't a good offensive night for the Thunder I think it was just things were not falling things were not going the way I even noted that there were a couple times the guys were getting some pretty good looks they were setting themselves up to have a good shot and it just wasn't falling in I think kind of what we said at the beginning this team was just due for a night like this and this was definitely that night where things just weren't going to go their way and then of course they're just going to have to deal deal with the repercussions at the end which resulted in a loss yeah no now like you know I don't want to pile on the team because I like like you just said like I like I said earlier I mean this team was due for a game like this Mm -hmm. um I mean you can kind of say that that Dallas game um, two weeks ago was probably their first stinker, but mainly that that was because of one bad quarter when D- Dallas went on like a twenty-two to a twenty-two nothing run, and Oklahoma City kind of got closer and closer in the second half, ultimately lost. Um, but that was just one quarter. This was this was an entire half of bad defense, bad and poor shooting, just not hitting their shots, and then uh, one half, another half of bad shot selection from their best player um the positives however when the thunder started to come back it was because of the system that they've that they've established this year they they got stops on defense they held denver to what what, 16 or 19 points in the third quarter 16 and um they held they held them to i think 20 or just under 20 points in the fourth quarter 26. 26 points. Okay. Yeah, they scored six. They scored those six points at, at the foul line. I think towards mm-hmm. the end. So um, when it was kind of in doubt, the Thunder's defense still played well in the fourth quarter and gave themselves a chance. So the good thing is, if you're going to have a stinker of a loss, and this this certainly was, at least they gave themselves a lot of positives to kind of look back on and say, yes, even if you even in games where you get down 15 or 20 points 
that's going to happen in the mm-hmm. NBA. It's going to happen. It's happened to Golden State already this year, just to the Thunder. You know, no matter how good you are, you're going to have a bad night mm-hmm. shooting. But the Thunder can still look back at that and say, okay, if we just keep trying the system and keep going and don't lose faith in it, you can probably give yourself a chance late in the game. You know, a ten point a ten point deficit in the NBA is 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 nothing. You can right. you can make that up in in three or four possessions. Mm-hmm. Um, bad missed shots by the opposing team. I mean, it can just change on it can just change on a whim. Um, it's just going to come down to you know Russell Westbrook understanding that. You have talent. You have talent around you. You've got Paul George. You've got Dennis Schroeder. You've got two proven scorers. You've got Stephen Adams, who is a matchup nightmare for a lot of teams in the NBA with the way the league has evolved. Um, Adams is is going to be a problem for guys down low. You've got guys around you that can help. It doesn't always have to come from a dagger rust three. It doesn't always have to come from Russell getting fouled at the three-point line. Mm -hmm. And it's just something that's going to have to be learned. And yeah. If, 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 if that happens, then the Thunder could possibly take that next step. But until then, it's just going to be, well, if the shots are falling for us, then great. If they're not, the Thunder are probably going to lose, and it's going to be one easy thing to look back at the box score and place blame on. Yeah, and kind of looking at some of these guys and how they were able to shoot tonight, I want to say, would you say that it was a lot of good defense from Thunder, or would you just say it was just an off night? Because if we're talking about Steven Adams – he was held scoreless in the first half, and I, I really think that that made uh, Mason Plumlee look like an absolute star out there tonight because that was the first time Plum- I've seen a guy <laughs> like fully able to guard Steven. Plumlee was a complete problem in the first half. He had two monster. Blo- he had one monster block on Timothy Luau Cabrero, who did get who did get the start tonight. Uh, Dennis Schroeder started last night. TLC gets switched into the starting lineup. I think mainly because Billy understood. The bench needs help with, mm-hmm. with the plethora of injuries that the bench has. Um, putting Schroeder in the starting lineup, it was just a little too much for the bench to overcome. Now, Deontay Burton has another pretty good game considering what he is. He's a two-way mm-hmm. player. He's a rookie. Had another really good showing today and gives gives the Thunder and Thunder fans a lot to be excited for. But Schroeder coming off the bench certainly helps them. Um, the, the bench overall performed better than they did last night, but mainly that was because of Schroeder. But, yeah, it's... I mean, I I don't know. I mean, I don't really know what else you can say other than it's just a bad it's just a bad loss. But at the same time, the Thunder didn't play awful. Um, but going back to the original point, Mason Plumley, yeah, he um, he erased two or three easy buckets from the Thunder um, in the second quarter, and was just getting fouled left and right and hitting all of his free throws in the first half, and it was it was amazing. Yeah, <laughs> it was just just you know you'd think Nikola Jokic was going to be the guy you know, with Denver to make all this happen. I mean, maybe not defensively, of course, but offensively um, make the impact. But, yeah, it was the Mason Pumley show for um, most of the second <laughs> quarter. And um, I've tweeted it out a few times. I even wrote it down in my recap. So I'm sure everyone's seen it, but I'll, it's worth repeating. The Nuggets had their largest lead at 25 um, with at the minute 21 mark in the second quarter. Uh, I believe it was 61 to 36 Denver, and from that point on, the Thunder outscored the Nuggets um, 67 to 44. And it, like I said, they got the deficit down to um, as close to five. Um, it was just poor shot selection. It was some untimely misses. 
um, from the three-point line super late, but um, I mean, I don't really know what else you could say. I mean, th these types of games happen, and you're kind of due for it, considering the Thunder were just previously winners of 12 of their last 14 games. All right, let's talk about a couple of guys that have been in some slumps lately, and we know that uh, Alex Abrinas has been dealing with Lord knows what illness that poor man has because he has just been in a slump. He has barely played any minutes. He played eight minutes tonight, I think, eight minutes or maybe even a little less last night. Uh, had a bad kick to some areas that sent him off. <laughs> and um, Patrick Patterson, just he is just, just continues to play poorly. I mean, the um, Sacramento game, we both said it was his first really bad game in, a, in about a month. Yeah, and that's and, just continued and ever it's just since kind that of continued. game. And when Patrick Patterson's not hitting shots, um, and he, and also not really doing much on the defensive end to justify his play, it really hampers the bench. If he's mm -hmm. hitting shots, because you know Schroeder's going to give you a lot, and when Hamadou Diallo is healthy, you know he's going to give you a lot of good minutes. Uh, Nerlens Noel, we know what he's capable of. Um, Patterson just really helps put that bench over the top. But what he doesn't. It just kind of becomes the Dennis Schroeder show, and hopefully New Orleans Noel can have some success on putbacks and cleaning up garbage. Um, but that's not always going to happen every single night. So um, Patterson is just, you know, he's just a symptom of the uh, sickness that is the Thunder's three-point shooting, yeah. the worst three-point shooting team in the league. Certainly looked that way throughout most of the game until the fourth quarter where the Thunder, I think, hit two or three consecutive threes to cut the lead, um, give the Thunder a chance. But, um, yeah. The yeah. Thunder, uh, the Patterson is, even though in his time with the Thunder, he hasn't been as consistent a three-point shooter as I think Thunder fans would want him to be, he's still categorized by a lot of people as, well, one of the better three-point shooters that the Thunder have. Mm -hmm. And if he's not hitting him and Alex Branch isn't hitting him, yikes. Because yeah. then you're depending on Paul George, who's streaky, and then if he's not hitting them, then you know that's going to open the floodgates for about, you know, four – Four or more three-pointers for Russell Westbrook in a game where he's not on is way too much. Right. And that happened it happened the other night. The Thunder were able to win. Happened tonight. The Thunder lost. So it's it's just a problem the Thunder have. So would you say – I kind of was thinking about this while I was watching the game tonight. I feel like Russell is playing with a lot of angst right now, for lack of a better word. Uh, he gets a little hot-headed out there, and I think that's when he starts making his sloppy shots, and that's when he starts throwing things up because – I think he has this idea in his head, you know, I, I need to carry this team. Like, we're in a slump right now. It's time for me to bring them out of them. And there was a couple of times he chunked up some of those threes that really should not have been made. Uh, he chunked a couple of up before his teammates were even able to get down the floor. And, you know, you're not running out a shot clock right now. You know, just take your time, kind of pass the ball around, see where a good shot can come from. Don't waste any kind of possessions. But, you know, uh, Royce Young even tweeted out that, Russell was due for a tech any minute now just because he was getting so heated down there and I don't know what kind of emotion Russell Westbrook is playing with right now and I definitely don't want to like highlight this and say he's a problem but there's just been a lot of animosity in his playing style right now and I think that's why he is so inaccurate from the three-point line and kind of why he is Getting just he's get, he's just getting a little hot headed down there, and I think that's really affecting this team. Right I, under, now. I understand what you're saying. I think um, 
I think Russell is just trying to still force the issue, but from one area of the floor, and that's his three-point shooting. I don't think he's forcing the issue in other areas that he's forced mm-hmm. the issue in the past. I think he's he's not necessarily stat. I know he just kind of joked the, um, last night about stat padding, but right. I don't see him assist hunting. I don't see him rebound hunting. I don't see him trying to find the cool play. I, I, I see him trying to play the correct way, and I see him and having a lot of success. At, I, I don't want to say try. I, I'm not saying trying that he's not do, making it happen. He's making it happen for the most part. The Thunder have won a lot of games this year. Or they've won 12 games. Um, even though he hasn't been with the team for a, a few of them, he's been a big part of their success. Um, but I think the one area that he's still trying to force it is a three-point shooting. And that, that's just kind of a – that's just a leftover from that MVP season where a lot of those shots went in, where mm-hmm. if the Thunder were having a bad night like they did tonight, um, all it would take is two or three um, consecutive threes from Russell Westbrook and the Thunder are right back in it. He's their emotional leader, their vocal leader, their physical leader. And when he's hitting shots, the team and the crowd is just going to be, is going to play outside of their minds. The mm-hmm. crowd's going to be insane. And that's what he's trying to look for at this point because he's not a good three-point shooter but this year he's he's shooting terribly from mm-hmm. the three-point line and it's just something that Billy and the coaching staff really need to hammer down with him about um, you know when these comebacks are happening when you're playing poorly it doesn't have to come all from you you don't get a comeback you don't get a 20 you don't come back from 20 points down in one play in one possession one shot and I know he understands that. The guy's an MVP and one of the best players on earth. I know he understands that. But um, in the heat of the moment, as emotional as he is, he kind of loses focus in, mm-hmm. that, in that area and, and is maybe a little too confident in his own abilities than he should be when, he, when he's able to give the ball to Dennis Schroeder, give the ball to Paul George. And I know, that, I know um, George wasn't shooting fantastically tonight, but... Um, you like your chances better with a Paul George three than a Russell Westbrook three, but mm-hmm. um, you know it's just a fine line. This franchise is is you know having to hedge at this point. And I asked Billy Donovan about that in the post game, like how do you how do you straddle the line between you know having trying to get your team to play the correct way according to your strengths and allowing your stars to basically just win you when you ball games like how mm-hmm. do you straddle that line and billy you know agreed it's 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 kind of a it's it's tough but um it just kind of it, it, that that answer is dictated by how the night goes and tonight the night was not going the superstars way for the thunder uh no. it was weird in a game where the thunder got two technicals um and one as, from alex and yeah yeah <laughs> you would think as pissed off as russell westbrook looked throughout most of the game he probably got one and he was certainly looking for one yeah. in the uh, second quarter but alex Sabrinas is the one that got one alex and got one. and uh, paul george got one when he picked up his uh fifth foul and immediately i think probably said a naughty word just, started swatting at the air yeah it's one of those moments and yeah um yeah russell didn't get a tech <laughs> but uh alex Sabrinas did after a second delay of game penalty. weird night yeah, um, I mean I don't know. I, I'm not I'm not that worried. The Thunder are what they are. They're a bad three point shooting team, but they're an incredibly consistent and incredibly great um, defensive team. And they they put 20 to 25 points on the board just from their defense, mm-hmm. and that's something that can be sustained. And we're they're doing all this without Andre Robertson. Mm-hmm. So whereas that was a problem last year, it's not. It's certainly not been a problem in the first 19 games this season. So um, just stay the course. The Thunder have 
a bunch of nights off. They don't they don't play again until Wednesday. Wednesday yeah. And the schedule's been kind of weird um, so far this year. They've been on the road half the time. And the times where they have been at home, they haven't had that many opportunities to practice because they've been come, they've come back from a, a long road trip and have only had one day to rest. So they've used it as rest and not a practice day and instead tried to just get it all done and shoot around. So now they'll have a few days to just kind of relax, be home, uh, get some practice time in, um, kind of go back to the drawing board, understand what works, what doesn't work, and maybe you can get a little bit of the momentum back from um, before this loss with games against the Cavaliers and the Atlanta Hawks on Friday. Mm-hmm. I wonder how bad this team is missing Terrence and Hamadou right now because we well, we were kind of saying like the second half was a complete turnaround for the Thunder defense and they were actually able to do some pretty good things. But I, I know that we've said in earlier podcasts, Terrence isn't really known for his offense. He's actually gotten a lot better on the defense on the defensive end of the ball, which has actually been really beneficial for this Thunder team and kind of something that they need right now. So I'm wondering how bad are these guys missing Terrence and Hamadou? And, you know, I forgot what game that was. It was a couple nights ago, Brady, and you asked me, do you think this would have been completely different if Terrence had been out there? The Sacramento Sacramento game, yeah. And, um, you know, at first I was kind of like, eh, no, not really. I mean... But then you then kind I of dro- put it into perspective. Then I drop, like, drop some knowledge on you. Yeah, you dropped some knowledge <laughs> on me. And I'm like, wow, you know, actually, you have a good point there. And, you know, Terrence has actually really stepped in, up on the defensive end. So maybe that could have played a major turning point in tonight's game. Um, well, I, I mean, I mean, simply put, you ideally, like, you want to be a deep team and you want to ideally say, well, like, if, if we have to go to our third, you know, wing or our third um, shooting guard, Excuse me, my voice just cracked. <laughs> Guess I'm going through puberty. Puberty. Um, but if if you if we're forced to go to our third shooting guard, we still have the uh, confidence that we can still run our offense, score. And now I'm getting text messages. Uh, <laughs> um, we can still score. Goodness. Popular. Okay. Um, we can still score and basically make up for it. Um, and you can get away with that in little situational moments. You can get get away with that maybe one game, but. Um, with Terrence and Hamadou being out for the next week or so at mm-hmm. least, um, it's not the best thing. But like I said, the Thunder have a lot of days off. They mm-hmm. have two games um, um, between now and next Friday. So it's a lot – I mean, the optimistic thing is at least the Thunder don't have a 1,000 games to um, basically uh, <laughs> play without Terrence and Hamadou. The faster that Terrence and Hamadou get back to the um, team – and healthy, the better. Um, mm-hmm. Terrence has shown to be consistent. Hamadou Diallo has has proven to be um, a, a rookie in this league that can make an impact. And if they're able to come back healthy, then um, it's just it's nothing but good for the Thunder. And we're inching closer and closer to Andre Robertson's return. Mm-hmm. And I believe that's December fourth. I think um, Adam Francisco on the podcast last night reminded me of that. So if that, up. if that happens, then so um, so be it. So be it. Yeah. I'm eager. That's a good word. I'm eager to see kind of the turnaround that this team has because I feel like this Thunder team, especially last year, kind of as well. But this season, I feel like these guys are really affected by who's on the court at the time. And I think sometimes they'll say in the locker room, that's not really a factor, but I'm going to go ahead and say, yeah, it kind of is because the way that these guys play is kind of dependent on who's out there and kind of the chemistry that those guys on the court are sharing in that moment. So I'm actually pretty eager to see how Andre Robertson is going to improve this. It's, it's, 
good terminology for this. I don't think like a lot needs improving, but um, yeah, that's that's gonna be something to keep your eyes peeled for for sure. Mm, yeah. Well, let's just end it there. Let's just end it there. Okay. We probably have to get out of here because uh, now Russell Westbrook is out on the floor shooting three pointers. Uh, still in the jersey. Not yeah. even like practice clothes or anything. Yeah, he's practicing three pointers right now. So let's just go ahead and call it. Before call it we good. Get screamed at. Yeah, I'd rather not get screamed at. All right, guys, that is going to end it for us tonight. The Thunder do lose uh, 105 to 98. They drop down to 12 and seven in the regular season, seven and three on their home court. Uh, they will be back in action Wednesday night here in Chesapeake as the Cavs come to town. And the Atlanta Hawks will be here in Chesapeake on Friday night. So stay tuned to that, and we will see you guys then. Yeah, y'all stay sexy, of course. <laughs>